Hi guys, welcome to my new episode. This episode, I will be talking to a new person. I have invited a guest over, um, and we will be talking about his career path and what career means to him. And um, yeah, so anyway, I'm going to introduce him first. <laughs> this is obviously my first time having a guest on my show, so I hope it doesn't bore the shit out of you. Um, so um, I'd just like to welcome Vivek Raj to my show, and he's the first ever guest to <laughs> be on my show. Um, say hi, Vivek. Hi. So... Um, I understand from Hello. <laughs> I understand from um, your career pathway that um, it wasn't very conventional. Could you sort of walk us through um, what you were thinking while after after you finished graduating and when you first started your job? Okay, I understand you were on a nine to five job as well. Okay, so uh, before I start going on about me, I just want to say and take a little bit, a minute to say that um, we're recording this in the car, on the phone, uh, and I just want to say that I'm super proud <laughs> of this woman who is doing this. She has no idea how to do this. She is uh, nervous. Uh, she's worried. <laughs> she asked many, many times, how do I even start doing this right before recording? Uh if you're listening to this, uh, stay with her. Uh, I don't know where it's going to go, how it's going to go, but I know that she's a lovely person. She's super passionate. Uh, and um, <laughs> all the best to Nadia Fernandez uh, in doing this. I, I'm super happy to be part of the first episode, by the way. Uh, it's it's amazing. Uh, okay, Thank So now you. I don't know where I don't know where <laughs> this is really going because I'm used to derailing my topics. Uh, but yeah, I'm super, super proud of you. Thank you. Babe. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, what was the question again? Yeah. Okay. So my question was, could you walk us through what you were thinking when, after you graduated, when you first started your nine to five job? Uh, okay. So it was a usual thing where people tell you to um, uh, join a company, join whatever. So I put up my resume, not really resume, my portfolio on certain websites uh, such as job street and part-time post um uh, my emp- uh, the person who was to become my employer at the time found my portfolio and part-time post he hired me uh, we got going um but i started out with a very low pay when i uh, that was the start of my fuck up if i may use that word uh because is am i derailing no, I'm not derailing. Okay, she says no, I'm not derailing. Uh, yeah, so basically, um, I was there for about two years, uh, two and a half years, whatever. I had a lot of good experience. Uh, my boss, who had a lot of um, temperament issues, was also a very, very knowledgeable, a very smart person uh, and all that. So I had two and a half years to work in a holdings company that owned a few Japanese restaurants in Kuala Lumpur. Yeah, so when you were at your 95 job, did you like it? Yes, to some extent I did like it. I um, had a lot of fun. Uh, Weirdly enough, not the part where I did my job, but when I got to see 
when my job was executed when i saw my designs in the restaurants when i saw people uh, enjoying themselves i felt that was the part where i knew that it meant something even though on a very very small scale but uh, i knew it meant something it was my first full time job so yeah for a while it was exciting it was stressful and all that at the same time but i wouldn't say that it was ridiculously bad or whatever so when you were at your 95 job did you think that you know maybe i needed a change maybe i could do something better maybe you know because we as humans we tend to always want more one of the things that we don't have so during your 95 job did you ever think that you know maybe i could be you could be someone better if you were not stuck to this 95 routine um of course we we all do um that was always um nagging me uh, always at the back of my head for the longest time but of course at in the front you keep working uh, you keep going and you know you don't stop but it's always nagging you at the back uh it actually uh came to a point where it wasn't just nagging me at the back but it ended up with me getting uh, burnt out and uh that is what led um to my mutual departure <laughs> which which also means that uh my boss sort of fired me but i also quit at the same time so uh both of us got the last laugh i guess <laughs> <laughs> so it's interesting that you said that during your 95 job you were burnt out could you yeah. walk us through that oh um where do i start uh you <sighs> Okay, uh, I think I don't I didn't introduce myself. I am a graphic designer. I studied for graphic and multimedia design. I have a diploma in that. Uh so at this point when I uh, this was somewhere 2014, early 2014, I've already been there for two and a half years, so since 2012ish. Uh I've already been doing this for many many years. It wasn't just my college. I've been doing this as a hobby since I was in uh form 3 actually. So uh it has been a long time I've been working on stuff I've been always designing in front of the PC and stuff and you design 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 and after a while um you, you know you want something more you want something that that challenges you uh you want to do better things you're maybe not sat- satisfied with the designs you're not satisfied with the company uh things are going down uh, you're feeling a bit uh you know down in the dumps and all that kind of stuff so it all led to me being just burnt out you know you don't have new ideas you do know that you're not contributing enough to the company you know that your boss knows uh so it we yeah, it was just that thing where it's like um you want a way out but at the same time you don't know how to get out and you don't know what you need to do to get out uh or whether it's 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 is a stupid decision to get out all this all this kind of stuff like it all just loops in your head over months and months until it comes to a point where you just have to make the call or maybe you and your employer in my situation sort of mutually made the call for each other right so when when you reach that stage how what kind of i'm sure it took a lot of courage to sort of step out of your comfort zone because obviously a 9 to 5 job gives you security, a stable income and all that. So, I'm sure it took a lot of courage for you to, you know, sort of move away from that cocoon, if I may say so. How did you do that? 
Um, actually, yeah, but I I don't know. I don't. I think I never went through that. Um. I always knew that graphic designers could make a lot more money simply because, and this is not to to throw shade or not to to talk bad about agencies or whatever. There are a lot of great ones out there, but I also have a lot of designer friends who work in these agencies, and they probably work multiple clients a month, uh, but they end up getting a standard pay. But and the agency takes the biggest cut out of that. Sometimes it's ridiculous. You you get okay. Let's let's put a number. You get a a a, a standard monthly pay of three thousand or two thousand five hundred. Three thousand actually quite high for a lot of graphic designers. Some of them get paid much lower than that. Uh, yeah, but you work multiple clients. You work big time names. Um, but the the agency takes most of the cut when you're actually the one doing most of the work. So, I knew for a long time. Is the only thing that is stopping is that is the middleman. If the designer could meet with these big timers or even any client for that matter, whether it's big time, small time, whatever, uh, then you're right. I mean, it'll be it'll be attractive for the client. It'll be attractive for you because the client can skip the middle person and can even it'll it'll be less costly for that uh, person or for that business. So at the back of my head, I always knew that that was possible, but. You know, people around made it look like freelance was really tough to run your own business, to be without a stable, stable income, and all that stuff. And granted, yeah, it is really, really tough. But I can't really tell you when or how did I the courage that I found to take the leap. I think I was sort of like it came to a point where that was my only choice to take that leap. Right. So when you did finally take that leap. How has it been going for you so far? Oh, um, okay. So I'll go a little bit before that. Um, this is the part where I don't want to make it sound like it's very easy. I have had the the blessing of being a bit lucky, and at the same time, I think I've been, uh, and I really don't mean to blow smoke up my own ass, but I think I've been very consistent with the quality of my work, which I think I haven't seen at during the early years of my job. Um, of being out in the workforce, but later on, I realized that that is what got me hired. And sorry, what was your question again? I went a bit. <laughs> I did, I <laughs> right. Yeah. right. Yeah. My question was: once you took that leap of faith, right. how has it been for you so far? Okay. Yeah, it started really slow. I was jobless. I had no clients for months. Um, there was a time when I could I couldn't pay my rent. I had to ask my brother to uh, help out for just one month. I think those things really take a real Hit at you, 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 you're literally stuck at home. You have no food. Uh, you have to, you know, get food out of what your father buys or what your brother buys or what's lying around the house. Um, it was rough in the start, but like I said, it's weird that I got my first client. I got my a uh, first client from my ex boss, who we had a bit of a falling out. But he got back to me uh, after a few months, and he heard there was an opening at a company. Can I mention companies? Can I? Oh yeah, okay. I got an opening. There was a opening for a graphic design job at. Uh... Yeah, probably best not to mention the company name. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. At uh, at ABC. Let's put it at that. Okay. So he tells me that um there's an opening at ABC, and that's where that's where I. Send my portfolio to. Um, they accept almost on the spot, and 
I get going but that didn't set me off right away what I was earning from that one client uh, was lower than my rent so I think that sort of tells you that it was still a struggle right so how then since because you just told us that um, you after leaving you was sort of struggling and then you got hold of one client how then did you sort of you know make up for paying for your rent and now you know paying for all sorts of bills so how did you build your clientele okay yeah and this goes back to that thing where I derailed it earlier and I said it goes back I think to the consistency of the quality of my work um, right after I got hired by company once again I'm using a fake name here company ABC uh, I got uh, a chance with a friend who was working in another company and said hey look um, uh, that company is looking uh, there's an opening to do events and which which I was like okay great and I sent my portfolio in and same goes for that when I got sort of hired right away and I started events from there that um, second company let's let's name it XYZ uh, XYZ was I would say not big big time but was at the time and until today still has been that one place that I that has set me off and got me rolling to where I am until today so sometimes is that that's what I'm trying to get at I don't know if it ever, ever makes sense but I was consistent for years and years and years and years and I finally landed that one big job and because of that one big job um, people after that weirdly enough take you a bit more seriously uh, and and the networking opportunities that I got with um, XYZ uh, just uh, you know expanded into a lot and a lot of other uh, clients and opportunities and all that stuff so that sort of put my name out there and uh, it's how I've been until today um, you know I get um, uh, uh, small clients bigger clients I wish I could say the number but you know I, I'm probably not the best thing to do but uh, <laughs> I yeah. was just going to ask yeah. you in total, how many clients do you think you have right now? No. Oh, okay. That I can say. Uh, it depends on the time. My most, I remember, uh, in two thousand and seventeen and two thousand and eighteen. Some part of two thousand and eighteen was my busiest time. I what people would say lifeless, but I actually was very, very, very happy during that time because I was really um, like an octopus. I use that word a lot. Jesus with lots of hands and you're managing a lot of clients and life in between I didn't have time for a lot of other personal life stuff but uh, work was great I think at one time I was able to manage about seven clients at, at that time which is a lot I know it might sound little to a lot of people this is remember that this is a one-man show and um, sometimes it's hard enough to manage one person uh, imagine that at times by seven so uh, it, 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 it was backbreaking it was super stressful but you know, when you when you see your bank account at the end of the month, it, it's it was something it's that totally was, worth yeah, it. it's totally worth it. It was something yeah, super super satisfying and, and yeah. So, when you were at your busiest time, um, how did you sort of like juggle your personal life and your mental capacity, your mental emotional health? How do you juggle all that together with your you know professional life? I didn't. <laughs> I, I could not I struggled every single time so uh, I, I was not in a committed relationship at the time 
I don't think I even knew what that meant. I did not really seek out to uh, go on dates. I did not meet anybody new. But it, but that being said, I was at the same time maybe not in not not in a in a personal way, but I was still meeting a lot of people for uh, potential jobs, uh, a lot of new businesses, uh, and at the same time, okay, I'll give you a, a a day in the life during that time. It was um, you start your day at like seven thirty. By the time you wake up, there are probably uh, ten or eleven, maybe even twelve chats on WhatsApp. Uh, all of them, most of them being clients, uh, starting to hound you. Uh, with, uh, of course, it starts off with good morning, and then it follows up with um, uh, what's the state, what's the status, what's the up, the update on our work, and blah 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 blah, and so on. So that's how it start rolling. You settle, uh, work a little bit. You probably go for meetings. I would sometimes I would fit in three to four meetings in one day. Um, you travel around. Um, try to finish. Sorry, I burped. Uh, try to finish. Uh, as much as possible by around 7.30ish and uh, about twice or three times a week that time I was also trying to juggle my one thing that I would give myself which was uh, my passion in professional wrestling so I would work, 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 work all the way and then night I would go for a wrestling training which of course by the end of the night you're completely dead, right? so you don't have time for anything else That 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 was just over and over again it was a routine but it was a really really fun and interesting routine yeah so now that you're here now that you're a little bit more less busy um how are you coping financial wise um it's okay i wouldn't say i'm not seeing the same numbers as i did one or two years ago um that's also partially because i chose to go a bit slower because what happened with um, the uh, times when I overworked myself in 2017, 2018 and all that kind of stuff which I try not to tell most people because then well, now that I'm on a podcast and this is going to be <laughs> heard by, by God knows how many people so um, it was because it did take a toll on my health um, it it got to a point where um, your sleep was affected where even parts of your breathing was affected uh, and I knew that that this was probably I overworked myself. I'm I'm doing too much work. I'm tackling too much, probably because I got greedy for the money. Because graphic designers do not see that kind of money most of the time. So I knew that I was lucky, and I knew that I should, you know, keep the momentum going and and you know take up as many jobs as I can, uh, you know, to to keep stuff going. Where was this question going again? This is the third time this is happening. <laughs> is happening. No, no. So yeah. I was just asking you how now that you're less busy right okay how are you doing financially oh okay it's still it's still fine i'm still thank god able to pay my rent and uh bills and yeah all this kind of stuff it's still okay i wouldn't say it's great but it's still pretty okay i still do not have a boss but people think that's easy but actually i do have bosses because it's uh, my clients are actually sort of like your bosses as well yeah so now that you're sort of settled in to the freelance business um do you think that most people should do that what 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 kind of advice would you give to people who are thinking of going freelance who are so sick and tired of the nine-to-five job who are so sick and tired of being cooked up in a office seeing the same people every single day not having the freedom of how to manage their time because they have they kind of have to be in the office 
from right, 9 to 5, right? right? Yeah. So what kind of advice would you give to people who are actually looking to sort of break free? Oh, oh wow. Um, it goes case by case. Sometimes I would actually talk to people and I would actually advise them to stay with 9 to 5 because I know they... Okay, not judging by the cover or whatever, but by talking to them, you know that and, and over the conversation, they would probably, yeah, they would admit, yeah, I think I probably fit with 9 to 5 because they like that structure, they like that stability, they like knowing that no matter what, when shit hits the fan at work, no matter what happens, they're going to get that pay at the end of the month, which, which I, granted, it's it's amazing. Uh, sometimes, most times, freelancers do not have that stability at the end, but we have, always have to be on our toes. Uh, but if to ever give, if they are really feeling the need to want to uh, try it out or they really need to take that leap as cliche as this may sound uh, they should just take the leap it's not because they will be successful not because I can promise or any freelancer out there can promise success um, it's a it's a it's a hell of a tough world out there uh, but the one thing that it will do for you is that taking that leap no matter how it goes it will make you a better person simply because you've tried something, simply because you have already tried it. And you can look back and not uh, be stuck in that limbo stage where you'd be like, what if, what if, what if, you would have already tried. Whether you failed, whether you succeeded a bit, but it wasn't enough to survive and you probably had to go back to a full-time job, or even if it went great and if now you are relying fully, your freelance is your work life. I mean, it has become your full-time job, so to say. Um, either way, at the end of the day, there's some sort of happiness to be found there simply because you know you tried. Right, okay. So, you know, there are certain people who sort of like do a full-time job, but at the same time, yeah. they build like a side business or yeah. some people call it a side hustle. Yeah. What, what, what do you think of those kind of um, people? Oh. That's incredible. I I really respect that. It's, it is not easy because, as we all know, full-time jobs or any kind of job, for that matter, it's most of the time not... You're not, you're not physically tired at the end of the day, but you are mentally exhausted. Probably sometimes if you have um, bad um, um, people around you, it could be emotionally uh, exhausting as well. But, it you know, if you are able to put aside yours your you know your your just say you come you're back from work at seven o'clock and you're able to start at eight o'clock all the way to eleven just for good you know two three hours or whatever to really put some work in I think it's great they they should really go for it um after a while that um part time their side hustle could turn into their their main hustle could be turn into their only uh hustle and and speaking from KL a lot of a lot more people are doing it because um uh, what is the word I'm trying to find right, for? I think, I quality, think of, no, quality of quality, life. What? Quality of life. I yeah. think a lot of people are, they want to do, they want to be their own boss. Yes. But they also okay. need the stability. So yes. they kind of have to keep their yeah. 9 to 5 job. But at the same time, they're also building their empire, uh, so yeah. to speak. Yeah, exactly. Until but, it comes a time where, you know, their empire sort of like can pay all the bills. Can pay all the bills. But some of them don't even get that, which is fine. They they will always have two jobs. Like, um, I know a lot of people who do baking. It's it's come to a point that it's saturated now. Um, but, but there are guys and girls who are making a lot of uh, good money on their side hustle but they still do keep their their, their yeah. 9 to 5 they look at their 9 to 5 as oh, let that pay the rent let that pay the bills strictly 
but their side hustle becomes um what I like to call the luxury money. You know, where you you go on holidays, you go on vacations, you invest, uh, you you do anything, you go shopping, whatever, all the stuff that uh the kid in you wants to buy, <laughs> all the stuff that that. You know, when you're a child and you always thought, oh, I want to go to work, I want to, you know, get my own money, I want to buy this, buy that. You are able to feed that kid uh, in you uh, with your side hustle. So, so it's great, you know. It doesn't, not all side hustles have to become your full-time job. Some of them can stay side hustles uh, for a very long time and it's, it's, and it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it was a real pleasure to have you in my show yeah 24 minute long (laughs) went way over time yeah Yeah, it was it was really nice thank you so much for coming thank you so much for agreeing to do this with me of course yeah (laughs) right anyway guys thank you so much for listening Um, please don't forget to log on to Inconsistent Journal and listen to this podcast see you guys later bye (laughs) bye